Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to... um Welcome all of you back here to the C.L. Bryant Show today, and I want to thank you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show, the download free, the T-H-E, the C.L. Bryant Show in your app store if you don't get both hours really glad to have you along. Uh, Hey, folks, uh, our flagship station, as all of you know is red state red state talk in fact you can download that free app as well and uh you have us you can't miss us download my app download red state's app you cannot miss us uh walking through times square looking up above the iconic ripley's believe it or not you will see the Red State Talk billboard, and uh, every hour, uh, the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there on that big screen, a block from where they drop the big ball in Times Square. Yeah, and old C.L.'s face is looking right back at you there in Times Square. Certainly, uh, again, grateful to you. Can't do it without you. And the reason why this nation is as glorious and will bounce back is because of people like you. Well, there is an emerging story coming out of North Korea. You cannot assign any veracity, truth, or untruthfulness to it. Uh, Although the sources there are saying this thing that we must know is true, and it's probably true of um, China and other places in that region of the world, and The rumor is not only is Kim Jong-un the exalted dictator and um, son of two, son, grandson of two dictators prior to him, you know, Kim Jong-un, little rocket man, uh, President Trump's arch nemesis at the beginning of his uh, presidency. Then you have the historic trip to Korea uh, where Trump actually stepped over into North Korea. No president has done that. Um, And so (laughs) rumor has it, rumor has it that he is gravely ill 
Yeah. And um, we don't know what it's from. We do know from some reports a few weeks back that he did have a heart operation. And, of course, it's North Korean medicine, North Korean heart operations. Even their best doctors don't come close to our mediocre ones. And so I imagine that little Kim got uh, good um, attention with his heart doctors. Or if he dies, I imagine they die. But the <laughs> but I imagine. But uh, that is um, that's what's happened. And according to sources on the ground, and these are probably not American sources, except they be undercover. And um, they're saying that things are pretty bad. Things are bad in North Korea. Now, you're not hearing that, you know, on the news. You're not hearing just how bad it is in North Korea, are you? Of course you're not. And I am convinced, and anybody with any goose sense would have to know that things, pardon me, in um, China are probably just as bad as they say they are, or as we're hearing they are, in North Korea. Yeah, yeah, probably just as bad, maybe worse. Now we've heard not much out of Hong Kong uh, at all, but still uh, there's a clampdown on information that still can be waged and used uh, in countries like that. <clears throat> so we're going to Look at that a little bit closer uh, here in just a few minutes. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about the guest that's coming up. John O'Connor. He was the attorney for Deep Throat, at least who was identified as Deep Throat. And uh, he's going to be on with us. But we're going to be talking about China and how they should be uh, held accountable. Yeah, John O'Connor will be my special guest coming up. At the bottom of the, at the after the next hour, in the next hour, he'll be coming up with me. And uh, I have a state representative from Michigan, Karen Whitsett, who will be here with me um, shortly. And um, after the bottom of this hour, Karen Whitsett from Michigan will be with me and um it would be great to talk to her um i'm cl this is the cl bryant show and i was telling you that um the word out of north korea is kim jong-un a little rocket man uh, little kim <laughs> is gravely ill, according to some sources. However, it could be. He hasn't been seen in public in several weeks. But, of course, uh, things are as bad in North Korea as uh, it has. it is being said. Then he's probably sheltering in place deep, if he's even in North Korea. You know, I don't, I don't uh, think that little Kim, I think little Kim probably has the strength not to be killed yet <laughs> not yet uh 
Although, uh, who knows what may be going on internally there in North Korea. If little Kim fades off the scene, if he goes away, who takes his place? Is there a jockeying for position right now? This is one of the things that does, in fact, uh, handicap us when we deal with a closed society. Not that I'm all um, against uh, that at this present time, but I think that an open society leads to commerce and trade and all that type of thing. And it's just good. Just good for overall worldwide business. But what happens with if little Kim goes away? What happens if he goes away? Do they get into the rocket firing mode again? Do uh, we see a North Korea that is intent on uh, dominating uh, South Korea or in taking her back? Do we see one that uh, is a warmongering type of posture It's on steroids, even more so than Little Kim, Rocket Man? What happens when little Kim goes away, if he goes away, and if he's as sick as they say he is, is there a jockeying for position at this very moment? Is that going on? Huh? So, there's a lot uh, happening both nationally, internationally. Uh, The whole world is turning against uh, China as far as blaming them for what's going on in China of course, at this very moment, seems to be us against or them against the world. And they're taking that posture. The Chinese are taking that posture. It's interesting, pardon me, to think of how they prepare their people for worldwide ostracism and how do they keep it under wraps that the Chinese are being ostracized. Hmm? I told you the other day that, uh, that it must be bad in China because there are reports, very um, reliable reports, that the Chinese, who, by the way, whether you know it or not, when, when we talk about racist country, the Chinese are probably the most racist country on earth. And I'm not talking about against just against uh, people, black people, in the way we look at it here in America. Although they are seemingly a little bit more vehement about their racism uh, toward blacks from Africa than they are from any other uh, group of nationalities that are in China, that visit China or living there. The African blacks, they are having them evicted from their places of residence because they, uh, well, I don't know what the coronavirus spread is like in Africa. Um, Well, if they don't want Africans there, uh, then surely they wouldn't want Americans there since we are supposed to have the largest incident of coronavirus in in the world. Hmm. Interesting. So follow me with this logic. If the Chinese are ousting the Africans and Kim Jong-un is nowhere to be found and word on the street in North Korea is that it's bad. I mean, those, listen, those were the words that we got. In fact, um, find that for me. 
Um, I want to quote this, but the premier focus of the report from the source on the ground, it's bad in North Korea, which leads me to believe that it's bad in China, which leads me to believe that if the Chinese are uh, uh, kicking out, evicting Africans from China, it may be bad there too. It may be bad. You do know that, you know, hey, all of that little that Italy, Spain, all of that um, right there is a gateway, is a gateway to Africa. So if it's like that, then again, we're being lied to. We're being misled and we're being treated like chumps. Exactly what we want Ted to avoid is being treated that way. But who knew? And, and, and did they do it on purpose? Uh, who knows? They're, they're bent on world domination. They always have been ever since they began to emerge. They always have been. That's the mindset. Now, this is what I'm wondering about. John O'Connor is coming up, uh, attorney for Deep Throat, in the uh, second hour. And we're going to talk about this. But this is um, what, what I'm concerned about. Is do we go back to work too soon? Um, those that can, yeah, sure. Makes sense. Makes sense. Those who are, who are not harmed, who are not hurt. Uh, I mean, you know, if it's not there, it's not there. Just be careful. But even with that caution and that carefulness that we, we would take, do we go back to work too soon? If we keep our government closed, our government, our economy, it will collapse. That's just not uh, waving my hands around and the government waving their hands around and our senators and representatives, you know, being hysterical. If we don't open up our government soon, our economy will collapse and if the american economy implodes if it collapses then the world economy will collapse i also want you to pay attention to this even though i am uh, certain that we are indebted and even though we are certain that we are indebted to the Chinese 
if we go away, it doesn't matter <laughs> to any other thing. Because if we go away, if we collapse, if our economy collapses, then the entire world economy collapses because as bad as they like to attack us, and this is why they're mad at us, you know, they want to be us. They want to be us. Yeah, he's wishing, wishing they were us in our position. But the problem is, if it all collapses, what does it matter? We are all in the same boat. And believe me, um, people, check this out. Now, check this out. Even though um, an American economy, if it collapses, will be horrible, it'll be even worse on people in other lands. And uh, if we don't take the steps to secure ourselves right now, just in case, I don't expect it to happen. I expect our economy to come roaring back, as the president has said it will. I expect that. But you prepare for worst case scenario. And I, I know that we are, in fact, prepared to defend ourselves from the influx of worldwide refugees who would try to find themselves, find their way to America. Europe will be, their boat will be over or capsized. There will, there will be people flooding out of uh, SH countries, S whole countries. And you will really, the, what the president said about those countries will truly come to bear if, in fact, bad things happen. Because the people in those asshole countries, they will bail out. I mean, why not starve to death trying to find food? <laughs> that, and that, listen, it's not funny. CL. It, it, it's not funny. But those asshole countries that the president was talking about, they will empty out quick. And where will they go? They can't. Uh, maybe they will uh, steal enough money to get on a ship or, or whatever, because hard, desperate times lead to desperate measures, don't it? Certainly they do. And friends, we need to fix this. That's my whole point. We need to put people back to work. America certainly needs to get back to work because if we don't, our economy will implode, meaning that the rest of the world will implode, and international chaos will ensue. Beware, you've been warned. Uh, coming up uh, here... In uh, at the bottom of the hour, Karen Winsett, Winsett uh, from Michigan, Democrat State Rep. Karen Witsit from Michigan. <laughs>
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Coming up, coming up at the very bottom of the hour, uh, this hour will be Democrat State Rep. Karen Whitsett will be on with me. Certainly, I'm looking forward to seeing and hearing her point of view. And uh, then at the bottom of the, and the, the next hour, John O'Connor, attorney and author, uh, attorney for um, Deep Throat um, Postgate is what we will, uh, author of Postgate, he is the attorney for Deep Throat. Deep Throat, of course, was the um, informant with Watergate and all this kind of stuff. And um, John O'Connor will be joining me in the next hour. Uh, the topic that I really want to talk to him about, uh, can we sue China and should we? Um, so we will we will just see and we'll share. We're going to be able to share his brilliance um, with you is one of the top uh, has been was one of the top attorneys and still is uh, that this nation has ever produced. And John O'Connor will be joining me at the um, uh, top of the next hour after we wrap it up here with Karen Whitsett, who will be a who is a Democrat state representative from Michigan. I want to get her take on that because uh, there's a lot of civil unrest that's going on up in Michigan right now. People uh, and those Michiganders, that's, I've, I've been up there many times to do events and I'm supposed to be headed up there again here real soon for a um, Lincoln Day uh, dinner. And um, no, it's, no, it's Juneteenth, Juneteenth, not Lincoln Day, Juneteenth um, in June. But I don't know. Who knows if any of that's going to be happening whatsoever. Juneteenth has reached Michigan. <laughs> Thanks to Dr. Linda Lee Tarver, my good buddy up there. Uh, Linda, you're fighting a good fight and keep fighting. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. Thank you so much for coming along with us. We have been talking about the um, reported grave illness of Kim Jong-un. We don't know if that is um, righteously confirmed, but it is reported that he has not been seen uh, in public for several weeks. And this is following an open heart or at least a uh, heart surgery on his heart. Uh, we don't know what his condition was. And according to reports, um, the post-operative um, analysis of what was happening with him was that things did not go well with the heart operation. And so we don't know if uh, it's that that's keeping him uh, invisible to uh, the public and even his limited media 
or is he sheltering in place like uh, everyone else is in the midst of what an on the ground reliable source there in North Korea is saying is a bad it's very bad those were the words those were those were quotes it's very bad which leads me to believe that things must be uh, that bad in China but yet it's not reported like that and since the Chinese are expelling and and, and they are evicting Africans from their dwelling places in China and many places in China um, it seems as though the word must be coming that it's bad in Africa. Hmm. What did the Chinese know? When did they know it? That's what we're going to investigate with John O'Connor when um, the C.L. Bryant show comes back after the top of the next hour. But uh, joining me uh, here um, on the show in just a few minutes will be Michigan Democrat State Representative Karen Witsit. And we want to see this um, effect of Corona on Michigan from someone who understands it and someone who is there and on the, uh, who is, has their hands on this. Karen Witsit. So, um, Louisiana, who knows when it'll open up again, but there are Texas, however, is saying, why not? Let's do this. Texas is saying, let's open her up. Let's get back to business. The governors seem to be very much, um, wanting, to get their states back functioning. And I know that pastors of small congregations in particular will be absolutely ecstatic to try to maneuver their congregations back into the the church itself, the building, the building at least itself, the ch- with the church congregating, the assembly congregating. Yeah, I had um, information. I, I I saw this report that says uh, sports, as far as SEC sports, uh, that's LSU football, suspended for the rest of this year. Even if you could do it you would only put 25,000 people in Tiger Stadium, which holds over 100,000. And I think the season ticket holders um, is 25,000. So season ticket holders get tickets first. Get to the game. <laughs> but I don't think the elect. The whole idea of an LSU game is the electricity that happens when the entire magnificence 
of LSU Tiger football fans are in the stadium. We've got to get back to that. What, Friends, I know we must live. I know that we must live. You know, I understand that. And so we have to stay apart according to what they are telling me. All right. According to what they are telling me. We can't get together like that until there's at least some kind of something they can give us to be the kryptonite to the antivirus. It seems to be a pretty flimsy virus. And so just about anything will break it apart. Okay? So... We'll see. We'll just have to wait and see how this plays out for us. I know this. When you start talking about class action suits against a country that has the wealth and assets of China, you're talking about seizing some things that nobody ever considered seizing until now. And if you don't think that the Chinese are sweating it out right now, because it appears that the entire world is turning on them. What do they do then to defend themselves? Or if need be, What do they do to level the playing field? Some are saying there are some. I I certainly hope that this is not the case. But there are some that are saying that the playing field was leveled by the Chinese, at least in their minds, when they unleashed this virus on the rest of the world knowingly. They were of the mindset of leveling the sickness playing field. If they were going to suffer with it, if their economy was going to suffer with it, then some are saying, I don't know this to be true, but this is something to be considered. Because they knew evidently the more the more and more we look at how this occurred the more it appears it could have been prevented. And the more you look at it, you know then that quite possibly this was done intentionally. And so we must look very closely at what is to be done with those who indeed started this epidemic around the globe. Joining me now is Michigan Democratic State Representative Karen Whitsett. It is an honor to have you on with me, and I want to welcome you for the first time to the C.L. Bryan Show. Thank you for being there. 
Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. This is such an honor. I just want you to know that my heart is with Louisiana. Um, I was a union organizer there back in the day, and I love me from Louisiana. Well, I'm really glad to have you on, and thank you so much. Our state certainly needs your prayers. Karen, you have a similar situation brewing there in Michigan, but you also have people who are protesting the shelter-in-place uh, idea of um, the governors uh, that, that around the country. Tell us, how are your constituents reacting to this suddenness of lifestyle change? The the shelter in place, um, let me just kind of put this in a bit of a context for you. The shelter in place itself is not an issue because the shelter in place is fine when people are able to shelter in place. So in the northern part of the state, people are able to do that and do that with no problem because they can afford to do that. But when you're sheltering in place and you do not have the means in which to shelter in place, that's a problem. If you do not have food to shelter in place for over a week, if you do not have means to shelter in place because you do not have running water, you do not have a refrigerator, you do not have a means for your children to be able to do their homework because they do not have a laptop or an iTablet or anything else to be able to do their homework on. If you have domestic violence that's going on in the home, if you have a whole host of other things that are going on within that home, shelter in place is a huge problem. That becomes a prison. Karen, are you saying that we are not really seeing the true picture of pain that is going on in some circumstances? And of course, we're citing Michigan here that you are seeing. Is that a part of the news cycle that is missing then? Talk to us. Oh, it's very much so missing. I'm, and I'm, I'm extremely disappointed because these are things that were not addressed. Let me just say, now, my governor, Gre- Governor Gretchen Whitmer, she had an opportunity to even stop water shutoffs. Back in February, she said, and I, I'm paraphrasing right now because I don't have the exact quote in front of me. She said that there were no statistics to support not shutting water off. Wow. Wow. And she's... Now, that's a powerful statement right there. There were no statistics to support not shutting water off. Wow. And here we are now in this pandemic. Well, not only where we have to deal with water shut off, we have people who especially are seniors who their pipes are not connected from their home to the alley. So they still don't have water running into their home. We still have the water crisis in Flint. That still has not gone away. That is absolutely amazing. I have a young friend uh, of mine there in Flint, uh, who was very much involved with that water crisis. And uh, I, I, I thought, since we weren't hearing about it anymore, that it had gotten better. So that oh, is- no, it has not gotten better. It has not gone away. And, you know, one thing I can honestly say, I am a Democrat, but I'm telling you, the party has failed me and it's failed the black people. Thank you for saying that. It is that. failing. It is failing us. And they expect us just to blindly vote them and to support them and i'm trying to educate the people in my community do not sit back and blindly support somebody because they say that they are a democrat we deserve better and we deserve people who care and respect us and right now that's not what we're getting i'm getting assaulted by my own democratic party 
Wow. They're coming after me gunning. They've already put somebody in my race. Wow. Michelle, we want to hook her up with Dr. Linda Lee Tarver, our good friend, and uh, several of our uh, connections there in Michigan. And I want you to know this. I'm saying this to the entire country uh, around the globe, and um, and that if you want to become a part of uh, our movement, Black Voices for Trump, uh, I would certainly welcome you in. But we'll we'll talk about that offline. I'll get to uh, I mean, and, you know, at this point, um, I haven't left the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party has left me. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I was a Democrat. I'm the former president of the NAACP, Garland, Texas, over 30 years ago. I was a true believer. And, um, of course, the film that I made, Runaway Slave, is all about leaving that. Long before there was Walk Away or Blexit, uh, there was Runaway. There was Runaway Slave. That's me. And so uh, I certainly uh, look forward to uh, talking to you. I look forward to having further conversations with you. I honestly do. And, you know, for your listeners, I, I applaud them to be open-minded and to hear what I have to say, um, being on the democratic side, you know, because I honestly did not know that saying thank you had a political line. I didn't know it chose a party. I thought thank you was just a polite thing to do. Wow. Wow. And so when you articulate something that is absolutely Karen, I have about two minutes left in this segment. I want you to stay with me through the break, uh, though, if you can, because uh, that that opens up uh, an avenue to further conversation, uh, especially when we talk about how you find yourself now under attack by very well the same people who may have voted for you uh, to. Oh, absolutely. uh, Yeah. I want to talk about that. That is incredibly uh, intriguing. And it is the story that we have told many of you for the last seven years, starting with our film, uh, that that is the way we were treated for the last uh, seven or eight years. We've been telling you that. And so Mm -hmm. our work is coming to fruition. My guest is Karen Winslet, who is, who is a representative, state representative, great state of Michigan. I'm up there often. I'm up there a lot. And I really, really love awesome. my friends in Michigan. And so we look forward to uh, talking uh, to you on the other side of the break. Stay with me, Karen. Don't go anywhere. I will. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. And my special guest is state representative uh, Karen uh, Winslet is with me here right now. Now, and I want to uh, she has uh, I want to remind all of you that we're not through this yet. okay? not through this yet. Karen Whitsett will uh, be back with me here after we have these brief words from uh, our our sponsors and um, all of you traveling through Times Square, which is still pretty much a ghost town. It really is. Uh, Look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not, and there you will see the Red State Talk billboard. And every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant Show flashes there on that big billboard. One block away from where they dropped the big ball in Times Square. And, hey, you know, we got to get through this thing because we have a big gathering coming up here pretty soon. And we want you to be there. An old CL's face looking right back down on you from Times Square, uh, from the giant billboard. Thank you all for making the show as popular as it has become throughout the entire globe. And uh, I'll be back. Don't you go anywhere with Karen Whitsett, Representative, State Rep, Michigan.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I CL back with you on this great day in the USA throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. Uh, the greatest success story the world has ever known. I know it's a great nation. And the reason I know it is, is because I am the great grandson of former slaves in this country. And uh, uh, there's nowhere else in the world that my story could be told. There's nowhere else but America that the magnitude, the, the magnitude of uh, my story could be told. And on the line with me is uh, someone who I'm really happy to have on with me. Um, she um, said thank you. <laughs> oh, friends, friends, I, I, just, I just want you to, to grasp how asinine that is. She said thank you. And um, to a president. And I want you to understand that there are people still wanting to have her pay a price for being a decent, caring, and polite human being. My guest, Karen Whitsett, is on with me. Karen uh, is state representative, great state of Michigan. What district is that, Karen? Uh, that is district. Thank you for having me again, and thank you for your audience for tuning in and listening. Um, it is District 9, which is, um, as people like to say, the southwest side of Detroit, uh, southwest side of Michigan, and it encompasses um, Dearborn and Detroit. Yeah. So um, I have a very multicultural area, predominantly African-American, and um, it's one of the poorest areas within the city of Detroit. Wow. That I represent. And if you can hear us driving right now, um, we are going to, we, we're in the process of delivering food. Glenn Beck um, actually donated and raised $480,000 in good. less than four days. And so we are in the process of delivering food right now. Um, we're going to one of our rec centers delivering food. Um, we have 388,680 meals to deliver. Wow. Bless your yes. heart. Bless bless your 
heart for doing that. And friends, let me tell you something. That is the Lord's work. Now you have yes, raised you have raised a hundred thousand dollars a day, a little over a hundred thousand dollars a day since you began this campaign. Karen, you know you do yes. know that that is yeoman's work. That really is. And uh, friends, I got to tell you this. This may be, and I'm going to try and get her to come along with me, but this may be the first Democrat I actually help uh, uh, get reelected in uh, her seat if she wants it, because I think it's wrong what's happening. And it's a message that must be exposed and told to the rest of America as to how an African-American woman, a black woman, who is a Democrat can be treated. Karen, from your perspective, from your uh, standpoint, you talk about it. Uh, you describe the angst that you're experiencing from this for us. You know, I honestly thought, um, I never thought that I would be ridiculed, made ashamed of, belittled, in which the manner that I, I am right now. Um, just from simply saying thank you to the President of the United States. He is the president of the United States of America. Oh, yes. Um, I never thought that that was something that would happen to me just from simply saying thank you. Wow. That's how I was raised. You are kind, you are considerate, and you say thank you. And when you are invited to the White House, um, I'm sorry. I, I don't know how many people have ever been in white, invited to the White House. But it's when a, you're invited by the president of the United States, you go. It's a very rare invitation. I could. My wife was. My wife has since passed away since I got my invitation, but I couldn't go. But let me tell you something. If you get an invitation to the White House, Karen, I, you you go. And so, absolutely. I don't care absolutely. who. I don't care who the the party is that controls the White House. You're an American citizen. That's your house. You exactly. go. You go. Exactly. So, hey, I, I really applaud you. And so I, it, it's been. It's been rough. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I've had some nastiness. I've had some God-awful phone calls. I've had some horrible memes with things in my mouth that I won't even describe that are out there on the Internet. Wow. Um, I have been I have been belittled. I have been called every name that you can possibly imagine. Um, it's been it's been pretty horrible. And I'm sorry if you hear the door slamming. My husband's going in and out the door, car door. We're trying. They're unloading the trucks right now. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Um, Absolutely. You get a total pass. So I do, you get a total I pass. I apologize as we're trying to multitask and, and do this. And it's snowing here in Michigan. Go figure. Wow. Um, but it's um, it's it's just been it's been rough. It's been horrible. Um. But it doesn't stop me. It's not going to deter me because I'm going to always do what's right. I was raised in a family where my grandfather, um, my aunt, who is still living, my dad's um, youngest sister, she's Republican. Um, so is my uncle. I have been raised in a household that is um, has always been that way within my family, that is Republican and Democrat. So I have been blessed to be able to have that where I can see both views. Wow. And I, I see that as a blessing because whenever I'm trying to work on anything, that is what I do. I talk about that. I talk about um, when I'm trying to explain things and what needs to be done and how things need to be done. That's what I explain why it's a need because people don't understand if you don't explain so when i work on the other side of the aisle 
that's what I pride myself on. I pride myself on that ability to be able to do that. You know, what you have just described is exactly the type of individuals that we need now leading a conversation in America as we uh, hopefully come out of this thing and then we get back into... Mm-hmm. And uh, we need longevity after this. We definitely. need longevity in the black community. Definitely. We need long- things that are going to last. And I'll be quite honest. I do believe President Trump. I believe President Trump honestly does want longevity for our community, but he only wants those things with people that he can work with to be able to make those things happen. Exactly. He's not going to have you slap him in the face and then thank you that she's going to hand you something. He, I mean, he's like anybody else that's from the hood. Would you, let, let me, you know what? You just hit the nail squarely on the head and drove it through the plank. Let me tell you something. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Karen, would you stand for this without any pushback from yourself? No, would you? I'm no, gonna, nobody I'm would. I'm not have people talking about me. No, You're nobody not would. talk about me like a dog and think that I'm going to hand you something. Nobody would. And it's not. It's not about the people. Is you know, it gets to a point that your hoodness comes out. He's from the hood. Yeah, yeah, your and he is going to come out, and you're going to get defensive. And he's New York hood. He's New York hood. He's New York, he's New York hood. <laughs> I'm Detroit hood. You talk about me. It's gonna be hard for me to put some things to the side. That's the way it works. And so, you know, you understand and this. Call it childish. Call it childish if you want. You can call it childish. I'll take that. I'm being a child, and yeah, it's gonna it's gonna take a lot for me to put it to the side, and I'm gonna need Jesus. But think about this. Think about this, and I want everyone to think about this, Karen. And I want you to. I have about um, four minutes left with you. Think about this. Mm-hmm. Just about five weeks ago, none of us would have imagined that we would be having this conversation right, right. now, but we are, and yeah. uh, and so here we are also able to see how wealthy our nation is. And you have a president Mm -hmm. at the helm who does not take a salary from his country. Thank you. Say it again (laughs) for the people in the back. He does not take a salary from his country. He does not take a salary. Say it again for the people in the back that didn't hear you clearly. And folks, that governor here is talking about taking a 10% pay cut when we had a governor who did not take a salary the first time. Right. Come on now. Right. And so I got to talk to you again because we're running out and and, and there's much more meat on this bone that we must gnaw at here and, and get and get at it. Because this is the conversation, folks, that you must have from people who have seen both sides of the street. Full disclosure. Yes. Karen and I have seen both sides of this street. And all we're trying to do is tell you that this side that I'm walking on right now and the one I have a feeling she's soon going to be walking on. It's better. It's better. And so that's all we're saying. And so you make up your own minds. And uh, but, Karen, God bless you. Uh, God, God keep bless you. you. Is God my, bless your uh, listeners, you know, for even taking the time out to want to hear what I have to say. Uh, you know, I am. I do not take that lightly and I don't take it for granted. Conti- and it means a lot that they would even care what I have to say. Continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will, Karen Witsit, because you are fighting the good fight. And thank you again for being and on with me. And can I have one last Sure. Thing. Tell those us how to get a hold of you. Those listeners that are out there that are fighting that have Lyme disease, know that I hear you. Know that I'm talking to the President of the United States about our fight with tick-borne illnesses. I'm not forgetting you. God bless you. All the best to you. We'll talk to you real soon. God bless you. Thank you.
I'm CL. This is the CL Bryan Show. That was state representative from the great state of Michigan, Karen Whitsett. And uh, she, of course, is a Democrat. And uh, I was when Michelle, uh, had my producer that all of you are familiar with, said, hey, listen, you got to have her on the show. You got to give me the, give me the green light to have her on the show. She's a Democrat from Michigan and she's out of the poorest section in Detroit, uh, you know, and all of that. And, and I thought to myself, oh, my goodness. Uh, well, I'll just um, uh, be prepared for battle. Little did I know how she had been treated. I'm going to send this clip to Black Voices for Trump. And folks, I want you to go to Black Voices for Trump, uh, the, the, the site, go to our site, Team Trump, what have you. This is going to be up there here in, you know, in just a couple of days. Hope you can get it up in 24 or 48 hours. But this is the type of content and this is the type of message that um, we need, that folks need to hear. And, and 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 the thing is this there are so many of us who have been saying this for ages and and you take dr thomas soul my absolute i'm you know my, if i have uh you know i'm saying this very loosely i have no idols uh, you know i worship god but if i have someone that i absolutely look up to it is dr thomas soul and I am truly grateful even to this day that he uh, granted me audience with him uh, for my film, Runaway Slave, and was able to sit at his feet there for a while, just just bask <laughs> in, his, in, his, in, his, in his aura. But he was the first black man that I knew who had a national platform that was not Vernon Jordan saying the things that he was saying and being ostracized the way that he was being ostracized and on his shoulders. I stand. And all the rest of us in this modern era on his shoulders, especially us fiscal conservatives, on his shoulders, Dr. Thomas Sowell, I stand. Well, friends, uh, it's been uh, a fast-paced hour. It's going to be even faster-paced in the second hour when John O'Connor, attorney for Deep Throat, joins me on uh, the show. And we want to talk to him about the feasibility of suing China. Can it be done? How do you do it? Will it be done? (laughs) I certainly hope so. I certainly hope we teach him a lesson. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. They shouldn't have lied to us. I'm telling you, they should not have. I'll be back after the news. Don't go anywhere.